This message comes to you with accuracy and power from the lips of Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikia Christian Center Global. You are about to be taken over and above in life. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you enjoyed that session of praise? Let me see your hands. Now, why praise is important? Because what we're going to do today, we're going to be moving by the power of the Spirit of God. And we're going to be solving very important issues by the power of the Holy Ghost. And joy is an important tool for the manifestation of God's power. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3 says what? With joy shall you draw water out of what? The wells of salvation. So joy is very critical. Now, we've been looking at um, exceeding grace, praise God. And we looked at, um, let's look at our theme scripture. Are you ready? Church, are you ready? Revelation chapter number 4. Revelation 4, verse 4. I'll just remind you so that we get into the word. Are you glad that you're in Oikia this morning? I sure am glad too. Praise God. Revelation chapter number 4 and verse 4. Can we put that up on the screen? Praise God. Are you there? All right. Can we read? Can we read Revelation chapter 4 verse 4? That's not up. Can we sort that out, media? Amen. So are you there? All right. Let us read. One to go. Around about the throne where what? Four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty others sitting clothed in white raiment. And they had on their heads crowns of gold, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Seven spirits of God does not imply that there are seven Holy Ghosts. Seven spirits of God speaks about the fullness of the operation of the Spirit. Hallelujah. All right, the seven spirits of God. Verse 6, everybody read one to go. It says what? And before... Can we all read? And what? And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were what? Four beasts, full of eyes before and behind. Verse 7, everybody read, it says what? Uh-huh. Like a calf. And the third beast had the calf of, as a man, and the fourth beast was uh, like a flying eagle. Now, we saw that the lion speaks of kingship. Remember, we tackled the face of the lion last week, right? where we talked about every believer, all right, is a king, all right, and because, of the, because you have been made a king in Christ, according to Ephesians 5, verse 10, sorry, Revelations 5, 10, and Revelations 1, 5, you have authority, glory to God, all right, and you are to exercise that authority. We saw that because you're a king, you are supposed to function in boldness, righteousness, consciousness. All right, understanding that you have the right to permit and you have the right not to permit anything to happen in your space because you have been made a king. So we dwelled on that a bit. We looked at how that uh, the king in the New Testament is born again. The king in the New Testament is spirit-filled. We said the king in the New Testament is conscious of his righteousness in, in Christ. We said the king in the New Testament is bold because he's drunk in the spirit. We looked at Genesis chapter 49 where it describes the lion tribe. And he said the lion tribes has eyes that are red with what? Red with wine and what? Teeth that are what? White with what? With milk. So that means for you to function as a king, there are two operations that must be strong in your life. Number one is that you have to be full of the Spirit. You have to be drunk in the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 5, 18. He says, be not drunk with uh, with wine as wherein is excess, but be what? Be filled with the Spirit. There are many believers that cannot function as they ought to function because they are not drunk in the Holy Ghost. And they don't know how to be drunk in the Spirit. And he also now talks about, he says, this teeth of the lion is white with milk. All right? Milk is talking about the word word of God. 1 Peter 2. He says, all right, as newborn babes, desire the word, the sincere milk of the word, that he may what? Grow thereby. Hallelujah. So we looked at that. If you're not here last week, go and listen to the tapes. Praise God. Now, let us get into today, the face as a man. Luke 18.1. Can everybody be seated and nobody move around? Please? This is very important. Thank you. Luke 18.1. The face of a man. Hmm. What I'm about to share with you today, if you would pay attention to it and act on it, it will change your life. 
Glory to God. It will change your life. Now, if you understand what I explained to you today, you will now be able to get a grasp of why certain things happen and certain things do not happen to, 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 to a lot of people and a lot of families. Now, in Luke 18, 1, can we all read one to go? Everybody read. One to go, it says what? Unto them to this end, that what? Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Prayer is not for religious people. Prayer is for men. If you are a man, you have a function, and the primary function is prayer. And I will explain why. Notice what Jesus said. He says, men ought always, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Who is a man? A man is a creation of God that has a bifocal function in that he has the capacity to operate in two worlds. Because he has a spirit, he can function in the spiritual realm. But because he has a body, he can function in the physical or material realm. Man is the only one of God's creation that has this capacity. Angels don't have this capacity. An angel is a spirit. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says, Are they not all spirits? All spirits. All of them are spirits. So, it means angels have a limitation when it comes to the earth realm. Because they are spirits. But man does not have that limitation. Man is the only one of God's creation that can actually ambulate in the invisible realm and the visible realm. He has so much enormous potential. That is why the focus of God's love is on man. Because he's unique. Problem is that many believers or many men do not understand the purpose of their creation and they do not understand, all right, the interplay between the celestial and the natural. So you have some men have gone far in science and intelligence then deny the invisible. Then you have some who have gone far in the invisible and the super, supernatural and they deny the natural. But God's consummate man is supposed to be able to, uh, how do I put it now, uh, stay in that balance between the spiritual and the natural. For the man who is able to grasp the spiritual and natural and take advantage of both, that man is going to be unstoppable. Glory to God. Prayer is what men do. It is an activity exclusive to men. Angels cannot pray. Only man can pray. Now, what is prayer? Prayer is not begging. Prayer is not, you know, we've turned prayer into a religious activity where we, ex- we are talking to God and we don't expect him to talk back. So maybe we don't understand what prayer is. Prayer is a legal activity. The word prayer, prosikomai in the Greek, is a legal word. What did I say it is? It's a what? It's a what? It is an activity that is domiciled in a courtroom. In a what? In a courtroom. That is why one of the principal uh, uh, things or persons Jesus left when he left, uh, when he said he was going, he said, I, I said, I will not leave you without an advocate. The Holy Spirit is called what? An advocate. An advocate is a lawyer. A lawyer is a player in a courtroom. So in Romans 8, we are told that the Spirit will help us pray. Which means the Spirit helped our infirmities. We do not know how to what? Pray as we ought, but the Spirit what? With groanings what? Makes requests according to God. So that means the advocate within us helps us tender our request legally in such a way that the judge of heaven will what? We, we grant it. Because prayer is a legal activity. Hallelujah. 
I said, hallelujah. What was God's plan? How did God want to operate? Very simple. Come to Psalm 115. You will understand why you should pray. <laughs> amen. I said, amen. Prayer is not for you to boast. Ah, I prayed 37 hours today. No, no, no. Prayer is not something, it's not an emergency switch. You flip when there is trouble. Jesus, Jesus, oh, my Lord. No, 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 no. Then there are some that turn prayer into some funny stuff. They say, oh, I was talking to Holy Spirit today, and I said, Holy Spirit, um, which dress should I wear? Should I wear the red one or the black one? And he said, I should take the black one. And I told him, oh, oh Holy Spirit, what should I eat? Don't eat pando yam. Eat. <laughs> the red money, Holy Spirit, then they became weird. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You understand? Listen. Prayer is serious business. Nothing moves without prayer. If a man is available to pray, hallelujah, the focus of the civilization of heaven, what we what we throng upon that man. Because God is looking for watchmen in the atrium. Watchmen are prayerful people. I will, I will explain something to you today. You will see it. You will now understand how prayer should be. You see, many of us have concentrated, when it comes to prayer, we've concentrated on our needs. There's nothing wrong with asking God to meet your needs. But you see, you need to get to the level with God where you function in the office of priesthood. Where you begin to act as a watchman. Because what everyone wants to carry out on earth will not happen on earth without the permission granted by a man. Because men, through prayer, give permission to what? To heaven to interfere in earthly affairs. Because God handed over this earth to men. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Look at Psalm 115. Psalm 115 verse 16. Are you there? Let's read. He says, the heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth has he given to what? Who did he, what did he give to the children of men? The earth belongs to man. So that means men decide what happened on earth. It was a man that decided that sin should enter. Look at Romans chapter 5 verse 12. Look at Romans 5 12. A man. God didn't introduce sin and death into the world. A man did. Wherefore, as by what? One man. Sin entered where? Into the world. And death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. So one man brought sin. Look at the next one. Verse 13. It now says what? For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Verse 14, everybody read. Alright. Nevertheless, death reigned from what? Adam to Moses. Even over them that are not sinned, is the of Adam's aggression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Now, can we now go to what? Verse 17, quickly. Verse 17, Romans 5, 17. He said, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much may they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by what? By one, Jesus Christ. So one man brought sin, another one brought what? Righteousness. Whether it was sin or righteousness, who brought it? A man. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? You are responsible for what happens in your life. You are a man. You are responsible. We are responsible for what happens on this earth. It is our responsibility, not God. When you understand this, all this cursing God because something happened, shouting at God because something happened, you understand, it is not necessary. Every evil permitted on the earth is usually as a result of the failure of a man to function in his priesthood. Glory to God. He said he gave, he says, the earth has he given to men. So the earth is a material world, all right? It is not a spiritual world. It has a spiritual realm in it, but the earth in of itself is material. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Spirits cannot function on the earth without a man. Only a man has rights on the earth. And whatever a man permits is what is allowed on earth. Look at Matthew chapter 18. You see a very wonderful picture there. Matthew 18 and verse 18. Praise God. 
Let me just digress. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you one of one of the ways um, the enemy actually um, works? You could be in a service like this, and the word of God is going forth, and a deliverance is going to happen. Then, just around that time, you just hear, you just feel like you want to go somewhere. You understand? You just get up and leave. I've seen that happen several times. There was a miracle that they were supposed to receive in the service. You understand? And some they just up and leave. Just around that time. Because some people don't understand that when they come to church, it's not a club. Amen. When you come to church, it's not a guest house. You, you, you have come to that place where you are meeting with both human beings and non-human beings. That is why when we come to church, miracles are possible. Praise God. All right? That's why deliverance is possible. Amen. Because the power of God is present to change lives in church. The Bible says you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, to a what? Heavenly Jerusalem. To what? An innumerable company of angels. So the spirit of just men, you do think it's not a normal place. Don't ever come to church with natural proclivities. No. When you come to church, you are coming to encounter the supernatural. So your approach must communicate it. There must be reverence. Hallelujah. There must be reverence. You can't just carry on. You, what, what, you understand? There must be reverence. I was with a billionaire this week. I had a meeting with him. And we sat down, we were talking and all. We had a meeting, it was one hour. But the billionaire was talking. Talk 30 minutes, one hour, one and a half hour. This, this man just kept up. Hallelujah. Amen. I was just smiling there. I have to revere him. He's a billionaire. Praise God. If he agrees to what I want to do, I'm going to be good. Glory to Are you paying attention to what I'm saying? How much more God? God is bigger than that person. Then someone comes. Ah, doing that side, I'll just get up and leave. Ah, you don't deal with God like that. Church, you come. Let me tell you what you do. You come to church and you are transacting with spirits. The spirit of God. With angels. So as you are praising, things are happening. As you are confessing the word, things are happening. As you are listening to the word, things are happening. As you are making proclamations, things are happening. That's what you come to church for. Except you don't know the kind of church you come to. Look at your neighbor and say, pay attention to what pastor is saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, where are we? Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. Men allow, men disallow. Are you there? Can we read one to go? It says what? Verily I say unto you. Everybody read one to go. It says, Verily, verily I say what? Unto you. Louder. Whatsoever ye shall what? Bind on earth. Shall be bound where? In heaven. Notice. He says, where do we do the binding? Louder. Where do we do the binding? On earth. He said, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be lost on heaven. So that means the activity and the, initiation, the initiative is taken by men on the earth. What we would have thought is that the initiative is, is, is heaven. No. He says, whatsoever you shall bound on earth. This is God's plan. Very simple. God, wants, God says, okay, this is what I want to do. This is my will. He goes to a man who is on the earth and reveals that will to that man. Are you paying attention? Shows that man the will. He opens his eyes, gives him revelation. Son, this is what I want to do. Are you a partner or not? That guy says, Lord, I am a partner. Takes what God has shown him and goes into the place of prayer. And as he goes to pray, what is he doing? He is giving what? Legal permission in prayer for that which God wants to do to be actualized on the earth. Hallelujah. When that man now goes to pray, what happens? Angels are now released into the earth realm, praise God, Using that man's permission to get the thing done. Let me show you an example. Turn your Bible to Acts of Apostles. You heard that Russia wants to invade Ukraine. I'm sure it did not hit any of your prayer points. Glory to God. Everybody, listen, pay attention. Amen. It's not a prayer point. Now, listen, pay attention. See, 
if nobody is praying about it. Everybody is just watching it on CNN. That was after our World War I happened. Our World War II happened. The Spirit of God would have been moving people, pray against this, pray against this, pray against this. Nobody would pray. Then when people start dying, people now come and say, there is no God. Because if there was a God, there would not have been a God. There is a God, and he was moving people to use their authority to stop it so that he could intervene. But we didn't. Acts 12. Pay attention to this now. Prayer. If there is a man on earth, that man will be able to make heaven kiss earth if he can stand in his priesthood, priestly office of prayer. When God became a man, the thing he was known to do the most was to pray. If we're going to look at the top three things Jesus did, number one was that he prayed. Number one was that he prayed. Jesus prayed so much that his disciples in Matthew 6 said he chose to pray. There was no other thing they asked him to teach. Prayer. Because they observed him that this man was given to prayer. If the son of God gave himself to prayer, hallelujah, that is God in man. Gave himself to prayer like he did. How much more you? You will never fulfill God's plan for your life if you were prayerless. You will not. Because it is not by power, it is not by might, but by God's spirit. This is why when the devil wants to attack a man, all right, that has an assignment to fulfill, when the devil wants to attack a man that has a call upon his life, or a woman that God has said, I want to use you, the first thing he goes after is the altar of prayer. The altar of prayer. I remember I've noticed that. You can watch a series for four, five, six hours straight. As they say, you want to pray. You say, ah, I can't sleep. I, I couldn't sleep. Oh. Start praying. You see that sleep will come. You just notice that you're feeling sleepy. Why? Because the devil knows that for every man that prays, there would be legal rights, legal license granted to angels to function in the atrium. God's will will be manifested on the atrium, and the devil does not want that. Glory to God. Look at Acts 12. I want to show you something. The consequences of not praying and the consequences of prayer. Can we read? One to go. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex setting of the church. Everybody read verse 2. He says what? And he killed James, the brother of John, with his sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Notice that. He took James. The church did not pray. Do you know what they said? Ah, uh-uh, ah, James, man of God. You just disappear. Odeji. Ah, it's not blood that flows into Apostle James. Ah, do you remember that time when in that meeting he came, he just looked into my eyes. Pa! I fell under the power. Ah, Apostle James, man of God, mighty man. They can't kill him. In fact, they shoot the gun, it will not enter. Herod took him and killed him. He cut off his head. And the church they were looking as he cut off his head. And they know it won't enter. He went and the thing flew, his head flew off. Ah. Hallelujah. And they went into mourning. Then look at the next thing that happened. The Bible says, and, and because Herod saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter. Also, he said, these were the days of unliving bread. Everybody read verse 4. And when he had what? They arrested him and put him in prison. And delivered him to four quarters of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Now, Peter therefore was kept in prison. Pay attention. He says, but what? But what? But what? But what? But prayer was made how? Without notice. It was not prayer was made. It was prayer was made without ceasing. I, I, I found out something. That if you study the epistles properly, you will find out that most times when we are given a command and instruction to pray, there is always a frequency attached to it. He said, prayer was made without ceasing. It means that they ran a prayer chain. They say, no, we cannot, we do, we the church do not permit Peter to die. We don't release him. And they kept their praying. Ah, ah, ah. Hallelujah. 
They went there, they stood there. No, sir, Peter is not going. They didn't pray for James. When Peter was taken, they said no. They now stood as men, all right, of the spirit, and they insisted in prayer. Notice they didn't write petitions. They didn't carry placards. Release Peter. Release Peter. Release Peter. You understand? They didn't call their rep. As of rep. No, they went to pray. Some people think we will solve spiritual problems with social activism. What do we want? Release him now. Who do we want? You repeat that. What do we want? No, it won't work. Glory to God. I said glory to God. They went there praying. 24 hours, they didn't stop. What happened? How many of you noticed Peter? We didn't see here that Peter prayed. Amen. How many of you noticed? Sometimes, eh, I think that the devil has actually designed, succeeded in making many believers hate their men of God. You understand? Ah, he's a man of God now, he'll be fine. Leave him alone. All the titan offerings, he's not full of it. <laughs> Instead of praying, they are gossiping. How would the men of God not fall? Just as your pastor supplies the spirits to you, you should supply the spirit to him in your closet when you pray for him. Hallelujah. One of the things Paul requested the most of the churches was that pray for us, 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 because there is a ministration of the spirit, a strength that is supplied to God's men, ministers of the gospel, when the church prays without ceasing for them. Hallelujah. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but prayer was made without sin of the church unto God for him. Now, what now happened? And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Now, I, I, you know, there's something that is very amazing about God sometimes I, 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 that, you know, it amazes me. Why did God wait till the night when Herod wanted to kill him, to deliver him? God, at times, is not on time. But he's never late. <laughs> he may not be on time. According to your watch. But according to his watch, he's on time. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Just as the lion wants to snatch your neck, boom, God intervenes. Glory to God. Glory to God. You've applied, 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 applied. Stay there praying. I remember. <laughs> Amen. Remember one of my, uh, listen, she said, I applied. Uh, um, they said they've closed. It is over. Something, something, something. I said, I have prayed for you. And I've said, it's, they've not closed it. They said, I, I said, I, me. Because I am in fellowship with Jesus Christ. I said, that thing is not closed. Praise God. If they have to come back and reconvene, they will reopen that thing. Praise God. That's what prayer can do. See what happened. Listen. He says, and verse 7, everybody reads. He says, and behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from what? His hands. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So they prayed, angels were granted permission to what? Intervene. Are you paying attention? Now let me show you something. Hebrews chapter 1. Because we're going to close very soon. Amen. Because we're going to pray. Hebrews chapter number 1. Prayer. Everybody say prayer. Yeah, they can't pray. Oh, Father, please. Father, please assist me, Lord. Assist me, Lord. Notice, listen, listen. Assist me, Lord, is good, but it doesn't, it's not direct. Remember, prayer is legal activity. It means that for prayer to work, it needs to be specific. Mark 11, 23, 24. It says, What? If thou shalt say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever what? It now says, Therefore, praise God. Everybody said, Therefore. 
four things soever you ask in prayer. So that means the purpose of the law of faith in Mark 11, 23 was to be applied in the place of what? Prayer. Prayer. So whenever you are praying, if that prayer is not specific, you have not prayed. If it is not clear what orders the angels of God are carrying out, you have not prayed. Praise God. So for example, let's say you notice that something is going on in your family. It's a trend that is on for many years. But maybe your dad died at 47 and the uncle died at 50. Nobody crosses a particular. You notice that thing. And you want to stop it. You say, no, this thing cannot continue. Praise God. I said, praise God. You now take it to God because you see, in prayer, you look at a natural thing, you step out of the natural and you enter into the spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then you take that matter up, out of the mortal, into the immortal. You take that matter up, out of the realm of time, into the timeless realm, and you go to God. All right? The Father of Spirits. And you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, on the basis of the covenant, hallelujah, on the basis of what Jesus Christ has done, I come against this pattern, this thread of sudden death in my family, and I declare it comes to an end. In the name of Jesus. That is prayer. It's not... Baba Shanu Mio, Shanu help us, Lord. They're not praying. That's baby prayer. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. You need a job. You wake up and say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I declare, I receive jobs, jobs offers now in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is the salary range I'm going to be offered. Hallelujah. You're talking like that. And you're praying and you're commanding. Praying and declaring. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, Pastor, it didn't work the first time. He said what? Praying without what? Stopping. You continue pushing. This thing I'm telling you, I've applied in my personal life. If there's a door there, we knock it until we break the door down. The problem with many of you is that you, are, you stop too quickly. You think it's a magic trick. You have watched too much of Aladdin and Harry Potter. Azkaban, Azkaban, Shakam. It's not tongue, it's supposed to be. <laughs> no, you stay there. When others are sleeping, you wake up. Hallelujah. At night, you say, I insist on this thing. I insist on this thing. I insist on this thing. Glory to God. I'm not letting it go. Amen. You are married and you begin to get this notion that maybe your wife will die young. How many of sometimes you're just walking and going, then you begin to have these flashes like something bad will happen? How many of you have had something like that? And it comes like that. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Don't just ignore it, though. You will take it when, it's, when you see it's prolonged. You will take that matter up and go and settle it in prayer. Glory to God. In the mighty name of Jesus, this thing will not happen. It is only the counsel of the Lord that shall stand, and you will declare that counsel. No weapon fashioned against me and my family shall prosper. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Death shall not come nigh my dwelling place. In the name of the Lord Jesus, no sickness, hallelujah. Amen. Remember what we did during Corona? We said that we will not catch it. If we catch it, we will kill it. Glory to God. If we, if we catch it, listen, decide that we, we don't catch it. If we catch the coronavirus, coronavirus will come in contact with our body and we die. That's our declaration. That's what the angels of God will work with. Look at Hebrews chapter 1. If you are learning something, shout hallelujah. That's how you get it done. That's how you get it done. I'll give you an example. When I was, um, oh, my time is almost up. When I got married, I had this in time past my car. I will give you that example. I had this in time past my car. So we drove it, didn't like it. Then we sold the car. Then for some period, we didn't have a car. Then I got a job. I was like, ah, before my wife puts to bed, I must have a car. And I was declaring it, declaring, declaring it. Then waited, waited. It was six months, no car. Seven months, no car. Eight months, no car. Eight and a half months, no car. Eight months, 20-something days, no car. 
The night before she put to bed, I got the car. The night. Let me explain. You make some people don't understand. I got the car on Friday night. I drove it in Friday. I had not registered it. She went into labor the very next day, 5 a.m. It was in that car I drove her, and she entered the car for the first time in labor. Yeah. No lie. April 28, 2016. 26, 2017. Oh, yeah. My son is four years. Yeah, sorry, 2018. I got married 2016. Yeah, that's what we are accurate. Amen. Now, listen. After we drove the car for a while, I drove the car for a while, I said, I want my, my wife to have a car, so I have a car and all. And believe God for it. We would sit down and drop up and say how much we wanted to earn and stuff like that. That's what we did. And we would declare it in the name of Jesus and it would happen. Praise God. We will be specific. Clear. It was clear. Listen. It's except the angel is blind. Do you understand? Or is using glasses. Clear. Are you following what I'm saying? Clear. Anytime we say we wanted something else. Then we dispose the car. We are now using SUV. Then there's something that both of us are using SUV. Now we're going to change. Are you following what I'm saying? There is no scarcity in this kingdom, oh. Are you prepared? You understand? Yeah, that's what I say. There is nothing impossible to you. Impossibility is an illusion. Natural man used to tell themselves and give themselves an excuse for not achieving. It's not possible. We're in Nigeria. Stop talking rubbish. Stop talking Nigerianese. Hallelujah. Talk from the kingdom you are from. Hallelujah. How many of you have angels that work with you? Lift up your hands. Amen. How many of you are supernatural in this house? Put your hand up. Huh. Hebrews chapter 1. So nothing is impossible. You can have that school fees paid without begging anybody. Amen. You can get that apartment without begging anybody. You are a man. You have a weapon, a mighty weapon. The weapon of prayer. The weapon of prayer will cause heaven to compel men to help you. It will compel men not to sleep until they've attended to your, your matter. Hallelujah. Remember Esther. The Bible says that night the king could not sleep. He couldn't sleep. And he now said they should go and bring book of remembrance. Listen, his book of remembrance is a novel. Is it a novel? Is it a novel? Is it a novel? What is he reading there? He couldn't sleep and he said, you should go and bring book of remembrance. It's not novel, it's not Bible, it's, you understand? You just, you just want to remember people. Hey, hey, hallelujah. 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 Your own book of remembrance is being opened. Yeah. Hallelujah. They opened the door and ah, this guy, Modikaya, he did this. They were all that. Listen, pay attention. A book of remembrance does not have the act of just what one person did. There were several other people that did something. But it was only Mordecai's own. That guy's. You understand? What did we do for this guy? He didn't ask what did we do for the other people. Just one. Why was it just one? Because people were praying. Hallelujah. People were praying. Stop lying that you prayed when you didn't pray. Stop lying that you prayed when you were praying and watching Twitter and watching Netflix. Stop deceiving yourself. Are you paying attention? I'm telling you. Prayer demands your concentration. Prayer determines, demands your spirit, soul, and body to be involved because it is a transaction. It's serious business. The Bible describes Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said he prayed great drops of blood. Ah! Serious business. The man that can handle his business in prayer will move the hand that moves the world. He will move it. Glory to God. Don't be a talkative in public. Be a talkative before God. If you talk a lot before God, men will talk for you. Hallelujah, in public. You will just find that you have other people, people you don't know fighting your battle. Ensure that in the heavenlies, amen, your voice is known. They know your voice. They talked about Daniel. Gabriel said, oh, Daniel, great people. They knew him. 
They knew him. They knew his address. They knew, look, look even Cornelius. They, the angel knew when he would come and pray. Do they know when you come to pray? Does everyone know? Can everyone boast by 6 a.m. in a week? You know, angels don't know everything. Hallelujah. So, there are some of you. You understand? <laughs> Where they want to meet you. Ah, he will come to church. That day, you didn't show up. He will wake up to pray, join 10 p.m. prayer. That day, you slept off. Because angels do not intrude. They function with the permission of men. That is why you find many times Remember, there was a story many of us miss. And it's a story of Peter in the boat. Peter was in the boat and he saw Jesus walking on the water. And he says to Jesus, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come. Jesus said, Come. How many of you remember the story? Jesus said, Come. Peter said, Come. Boom. Peter cut job out of the boat. He gets on the water. And he was walking to Jesus. Then the Bible says he began to observe the wind and the waves. Then he began to sink. Peter was sinking in the presence of Jesus. You can have God and sink. You can be very faithful in church and sink. I'm sure you have stories. He was sinking in the presence of Jesus. Why? He broke the law of faith. How can the word that got you to, how could you take your eyes off the person that got you to walk on the water? By his word, you walk on the water. You now began to observe wind and waves. It means sinking is not something God does to us. Sinking is the consequence of taking our eyes off God's word. Rather than blame God that the thing you prayed for, you didn't get the answer. Why don't you go back and check? There must have been something I did not know. I didn't, most times I didn't. I remember I was talking to a, a, a friend of mine. He's a colleague. He's late now. He's dead now. Right? I was trying to, because he, he was one of the popular atheists in my school, in my campus. All right? And I used to preach the gospel to him. Then he told me, he said, Pastor Femi, he said, there was a time when I was a serious Christian. He said, it was time I was serious. But my sister had this, an, an ailment. You understand? She used to go to school, church, and all those things. It was young. So his sister had an ailment, and she was sick. And he prayed for her. The only way he knew how to pray. And he prayed and prayed that God should save her, but she died. He said from that day, he declared that there was no God. Because if there was a God, he would have healed his sister. And that was it. How much did he know? What did he understand about prayer? Sometimes such things are exhibition of pride. Glory to God. It's pride. How many of you have had a, your, your generator? How many of you have generators you put on generators before in your life? Now, how many of you have had situations where your generator stopped working? You tried everything. It didn't start. How many of you now said, if this, the fact that this generator does not work because I've tried everything, it means that it can never work. Let's throw it away and get another one. Is that what you did? Come on, is that what you did? What did you do? You went to call somebody that knows about. So if you have a more sense to call someone that knows about generator, why are you not doing that with your spiritual life and with challenges? Why don't you admit that there's something you don't know? There's a clarity you need to seek that you don't have. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1. And verse 12. Or verse 13. I hope you are learning something. We are going to pray. Listen. We are going to pray. A few prayers. We are going to break oppression this morning. Amen. So if you are serious, you will receive deliverance. If you have any issue, we sort it out now. You don't have to carry it. Blah, blah, blah. Now, we will sort it out. Glory to God. Jobs will drop. Emails after. You got that testimony of Pastor, uh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Akang. Amen. When were they in our house? Not two weeks ago or something like that. When we were discussing the entire thing and stuff like that, it has dropped. Glory to God. And many more we dropped. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I said, if you are under this prophetic covenant, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, you will never know barrenness in Jesus' name. 
Never no barrenness. In the name of Jesus. Every difficult, long-standing condition, that yoke is broken now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Those that want to marry, you will marry. The house is ready. Hallelujah. You don't listen to me. Who told you you have to pay? Who told you? Who told you? I said, who told you you have to pay? Who told you? You, are, you, got no, you want a car. You are saying, ah, the money is not. Who told you you have to pay? Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 Put your hand on your head and say, Ororo de my head. Ororo de my head. I command favor. Listen. There is nothing. Listen. Listen to me. You will grow in labor and industry and have the capacity. By the grace of God, I have grown in labor and industry. What I can afford has increased. But brother, I want to get things by favor too. Favor. Hallelujah. Favor. Favor. I said favor. I said favor. I said favor. Hallelujah. Sit down for a moment. Hebrews chapter number one. Prayer. We can change the course of death in Swiss prayer. You are complaining about Nigeria, Nigeria, Nigeria. How many of you pray for Nigeria? How many? Uh, there are many. Have you now seen how that there can be plenty churches and Christians in a country and that country will not change? Have you noticed why? Because go and check. Most times we don't pray for that country. Many of us do not go and find that spirit of God. Because, you know, in the, in, in the security services, you have intelligence. How many of you know what intelligence does? Intelligence finds out what the enemy wants to do, and you want to nullify it before it happens. So also, in the body of Christ, we should have supernatural intelligence. The Bible tells us about a man of God called Elisha. The Bible says, Elisha used to hear what the king of Syria, was Ben-Hadad, was discussing his plans against the nation of Israel before it happened. Then he will inform his own king. Hallelujah. We should be like that. Amen. How come we did not see what Boko Haram and all these, uh, what do you call these headsmen, wanted to do five years before it happened? How come we didn't take care of this in the place of prayer before he raised his ugly, ugly head? We are watchmen. We ought not to be reactionary. We should be proactive. We should see it before it happens. Then cut off the, the, the serpents. You know, cut off the head before he shows his ugly head. Now you have many people in the north now, and in Benue and places like that, they are afraid to go to church. They are afraid to plant their crops. Because some foolish headsman is going to come and destroy it and all that. Praise God. Prayer. It is the license you and secure in your place of prayer that you cause and give guarantee and permission for angels to intervene. And prayer has to be specific. So, one of the ways God helps us out is that when we pray a lot in the Spirit, the Spirit picks up, takes the matters up, hallelujah, and by, because we are praying in the Spirit, He sorts those things, uh, sort those things out because there is a limitation in our own understanding. We don't know what those things are in our mind, but we can pick it up in the Spirit and begin to settle them in the Spirit. So that man who prays in the spirit a lot, you will find that the spirit of God will be putting prayer burdens on the man. How many of you have had this? How many of you have know what a burden to pray is? Where you just feel restless. I've got to pray. I've got to pray. I've got to pray. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I've got to pray. That's the Holy Ghost trying to say, partner with me. I want to solve something. Partner with me. I need you to put this burden on you. And you need to sign the licensing agreement. Sign it, sign it, sign it. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. As you do it, angels, angels are moving. You'll not be seeing angelic traffic. And when you are done carrying that prayer burden, then there is this peace that surpasses, that, that surpasses all understanding, that will engulf your soul. All right? That is a notice from the Spirit saying, Thank you. We are done. See the next one. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Are you paying attention, church? Are you paying attention, church? Very, very important. Let's read this and we close. Hebrews chapter 1. Ah, sagabarahaya. Verse 12. Okay, 13. Say, but to which of the angels? 13, but to which of the angels? 
Said ye at any time, sit on my right hand and make thy enemies thy footstool. Verse 14, what does he say? Are they not all ministers? Send forth to what? Minister. For them. For them. For them. Who shall be heirs of salvation. That expression for them means through them. Alright? The word there in um, for there is the Greek word dia. Dia means through. So that means angels minister through men. So their actions is dependent on your actions. Rise up on your feet. Are you ready to pray? Rise up on your feet. Listen. The first condition and first tool a watchman needs to be able to effective as a watchman is that that watchman has to have the capacity to see what the Lord wants to do. So when he sees what the Lord wants to do, that watchman can now what? Pray that thing into manifestation. So we are going to pray. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Louder. Father, in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see. Man katala baba baba haya. Open my eyes to see. I am sensitive to the spirit. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For more messages, kindly search for our Telegram channel using the link t.me forward slash God has blessed you.